we're in the middle of going through the pregnancy diaries. Now we had a few requests from people to talk about our pregnancy because when we started recording this podcast, first time parents, we literally did the welcome a couple of weeks before Memphis was born or the week before Memphis was born. And then we went straight into the podcast, um, which was our birth story. And so we kind of really didn't delve into pregnancy. And there is so much in that. Last week we touched on anxiety, identity loss, Um, and then the scariness of why I didn't want to talk about having a baby was because I was so frightened that we might lose it. So you can get that episode. It has actually been hugely popular. So pregnancy part one, um, was last week and welcome to part two. Yay. Here we go again. (laughs) Are you going to check your watch this week? Yeah, it's 8.38 (laughs) WA standard time. (laughs) Uh, welcome to first time parents. So this is <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> this is a podcast that's unedited, unfiltered about us documenting our life as first-time parents to little baby Memphis who has just gone down Did for you his have first. Did you just think about it? He's only what 11 months old. <laughs> Don't look at your this is what I mean. He's actually 4 days short of 11 months. <laughs> I love that you always do a little bit of a disclaimer of his age at the start of every episode. Uh, anyway, I'm Heidi. I used to be a breakfast radio host. Uh, now I'm a full-time mum and I've started my own business. I'm Griffo. I'm a Sparky, working in Perth. Yeah. And doing like, my thing. We, we just love it. Like we're, I feel like we're in a really good groove with life right now. We're happy. Um, obviously, things aren't all, always roses. We've had a few fights this week, but um, let's delve into the pregnancy diary and we can talk about our fight another day. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want to bore you guys with that. Um, we don't want to bore you, but we just want to remind you that it's really fucking normal to fight, especially when you have children. Yeah, or an annoying wife. <laughs> or an annoying husband. Don't know what you're talking uh, about. Um, thanks where, for where putting we... out the washing, by the way. Yeah, well, someone has to do it, don't they? <laughs> or oh, you've had a little bit of um, stick from someone about that, mate. Yeah, well, I hope she does it all. <laughs> oh, don't be so rude. Well... Stop, because you're not really like that. No, I'm perfect. I'm squeaky clean. (laughs) Um, Where did we finish up last week? Well, we talked about, like I said, the anxiety and the identity and, um, you know, and, and, and the scariness before scans and stuff like that. And I think also, like, we delved in a little bit to, you know, like, work and stuff for me, but not too much. And I know this... Like this might even end up going to a part three because I was thinking we're going to have to cover here like our relationship throughout pregnancy, which definitely hit some rocky road. Um, mm. My like my love bro- some rocky road. <laughs> yeah, I love some rocky road too. <laughs> my breakthrough moment, like remember when I wore a bikini and broom, and now I've it was literally like the best thing ever. It was the moment that I realised that I wanted to teach my child to love themselves. You took your time, didn't you? It's yeah, like I know. Thirty five years or something like that. Yeah, but then there's also better late than never. Yeah, exactly. I'll, g- I'll give that to you. Better late than never. But there was also like we did hypnobirthing. I got gestational diabetes. How did we come up with our obstetrician? Like, you know, how did we come up with our birth wishes? Like, how did we prepare ourselves for the fourth trimester? So I reckon today, like, we cover our relationship and, you know, my breakthrough body moment. And then we delve into the others over the next few weeks. Perfect. Because there are so many people. Are you guys happy with that? Yep, they said, (laughs) yep, they're all good with that. I've done it again, haven't I? I'm just planning out the content, planning out the content. I've only been meant to do this off air. (laughs) This is the radio person in me. Yeah. Uh, Do you used 
digest it with the uh, the listeners? <laughs> I used to <laughs> survey them. Yeah, well, we did have surveys. So if you like what that sounds like, tune in for the next few weeks because that's what we're doing. <laughs> and make sure you rate or review us on iTunes. Anyway, we Let's have... Let's get into it, Yeah, eh? like it's taken us four minutes. Jesus, Jesus. little baby Jesus. Um, so, our relationship. I think during pregnancy for me, I found our relationship to be challenging at times because I really struggled with your drinking during pregnancy. And that's something that we've talked about on the podcast before. That's something that we've, you know, seen our psychologist for. I think that's a pattern in our relationship. Yeah. I was just going to say, I reckon we're on two different journeys. I guess looking back now, I haven't really stopped to think about it, to be honest. Obviously, yeah, there was some rocky road times as you described Mm, Um, (laughs) but I do think we're on sort of two different patterns uh paths sorry so I think you're on that sort of right uh what do you call it primal instinct yeah sort of you know I'm I'm the protector of my child Mm. so that was your line and you you did sort of lose your warmth I think because you were so protective of you and yourself and your you know your, your growing child and I was probably more about, holy shit, my life's about to change. I need to get the last sort of hurrah out of my system because I know life's going to change. And knowing that literally the day you have your kid, it doesn't mean that you can't go and have fun. I think, you know, I probably would have changed a little bit how I was instead of trying to squeeze out every last bit of, you know, enjoyment of my life before I become a parent and my life changes for a, a different direction. So I guess... They're the two Looking back, you wouldn't have been such a fuckwit. Well, you probably would have kept on being warm and actually, you know, loving to your husband instead of okay. giving me the cold shoulder. Okay, let's do- let's dive Does into that. Does that sound fair? But like, that I think that's probably fair. like the two parts. And I'm not saying anyone's right or wrong, but that's how I saw we were sort of not together the whole time on the journey. I think we were supportive at most of the time, but there were times where we were just too busy tunnel vision of what we wanted as an individual. And can we talk about, like, I think this is one thing that obviously men can't understand and it's really hard for them to get their heads around that their woman can change or, you know, if you're with a woman, woman and woman, I think then, like, it's easy for the other woman if you're in a, like, you know, a same-sex relationship to understand because hormones literally change you. Like, and men just cannot get their heads around that they're like how come i like you know i just don't understand how could she be crying one minute and want to fucking kill me the next you know and then happy as larry like but i I can tell you like i felt different like you know yes my body was changing but i literally you know like these hormones they overtake you it's unbelievable yeah like uh, i mean i guess i saw that firsthand prior to knowing you were pregnant when we were on the um on the cruise on our honeymoon yeah which we talked about last week now, looking back, we did see the telltale signs of uh, you being, uh, you know, off, call it, um, to your normal Hormonal, self. mate. Yeah, well, Joe, you must be <laughs> hormonal now. Um, so, you know, yeah, I guess we can understand it, but at the same time, it's hard to wrap your head around because it is one second you're this person and the next second you're that person. And I guess, I don't know, I don't think guys generally have this erratic hormonal change well no they don't unless so it is hard to get yeah. your head around and uh, like you know us guys aren't perfect we do have our moments of like you know women have their moments and maybe that is hormonal but it's not as maybe as systematic as say your period monthly sort mm. of thing 
So, but in saying that, you bloody forget when you get it and then you're in a shitty mood and then you're like, oh, yeah, that's right, I got my period. I'm like, how long have you had your period for? For like, whatever, 15, yeah, 20 but it's years? Been... No, I've had it for a lot longer than that, mate. I'm 36. I've had it since I was, yeah, 11, Six? 12. No. So, but for me, you do, and like that has been, obviously I didn't have my period for so long. I've just got it back now and it's all over the shop because we had to take the morning after pill. Um and I hadn't been on the pill for years, so I started to get to know my cycle and my, you know, how I would react and that kind of thing. But mine would definitely bring out my anxiety, which kind of what happened during pregnancy. Um, but this is what I think that people like that, that men really do struggle with. And that is the hormone, the hormone roller coaster of being pregnant. And even after the baby as well, like your hormones are literally all over the fucking place. Yeah, but it's a hard thing because it's like if you're getting your head ripped off for something you haven't really done, it's it's hard to just be there and be supportive, even though we know it's not your fault, but that is how it feels like. And you're going, I'm doing my bloody best and I'm getting my head ripped off. I don't appreciate it. I'm tired. You know, I've got weight on my shoulders as well. So there's always two sides of the story. It's not about being right or wrong, but that, I guess, is the male side going like, fuck this. I don't need to put up with this shit because I'm doing the best I can. But I know deep down you're not doing it on purpose, but it feels like it. And you're just like, I don't want to be a punching bag. But this is where you really need to step up, you know, like this is where that that's where I struggle with. Because it's like you need to find some empathy, find some understanding, freaking go to a midwife, go to your psychologist, go to a doctor as well. Find out how you can be supportive through these hormonal changes, because being empathetic is what a woman really probably needs, you know, and that's where mm. I do find that men struggle. And this isn't a man bashing, by the way. I love men. I love you. I love my dad. I've got great <clears throat> men around me. But I'm just saying, like, you know, can you educate yourselves a little bit more so that you can really work on yourself to understand? Because we're going through so much physically, you know, and yeah. emotionally and mentally that it's like, I don't have the capacity for you to treat me like that right now. You know, like I just really need your support. And that's a big thing. Now, I'm not saying that that means that you can just go off and being an asshole and blame it on the hormones all the time. Like I know for me, I do the work as well. You know, like I'm constantly, you know, I have been on a, you know, the self-love journey for a few years and personal development and all that kind of stuff. But for me, that's just a little bit of a excuse yeah, but the way that you're saying it then is saying like every single time you have your little tanty, your hormonal tanty. See, but even saying that. No, like... but it is. But what, whatever you want to call it. But the way you're saying it is if I'm snapping back at you at every single occasion. No, this is like in general. Like... But that's the way it's coming across. <laughs> okay, well, now you're being defensive. No, but that's how it's coming across. <laughs> okay, well, so, I... I think most of the time I'm I'm quite supportive. Yeah, but I'm not directing times, this at you, by the but, way, just you, by the way. Well... I'm speaking in general terms. So what, you've done this with other partners, with other kids? <laughs> no. So, yeah, like I, I do think definitely, yeah, the male needs to be, you know, hold his own, or not hold his own, uh, be supportive and do the best he can, but there's going to be moments where they are going to snap back. Of course. But you that's all I'm to... saying. That's all I'm saying. So whilst you're having your snap, the guy's going to have their snap too. And I think that's okay because they're allowed to have their snap too because it could be hormone, it could be fatigue, it could be stress. And that can too give you your moments of psychoness. <laughs> you go on your little crazy Choosy spiel. Choosy words wisely, mate. <laughs> yeah, this isn't uh, by any means a, uh, what do you call it? Like a... Um, <laughs> 
a school lesson. <laughs> yeah, like an English lesson. <laughs> oh, well, we educate you. Remember that. This is <laughs> if you want doctors and nurses and science, this Change is the podcast the for you. Um, although we do have some very special guests here and there. Um, so in saying that, I think what I found, re- what I find really interesting is the way that you kind of behaved through our like pregnancy and then even after like you know with the oh i've got to go out and wet the baby's head you know like because that's what we do it was like you make such a big deal it's like you go out for one occasion to celebrate that's been in history for years exactly so this is what i wanted and you know me i do like a drink with the lads so why would you pick on something that i'm gonna do no but what i'm saying is it's, attack attack no this is what you need to listen and you said that like you said you know maybe i had to remember that it wasn't like my life wasn't going to be over i didn't have to get that last drink in and this and that and rah, rah. because what about the female she doesn't really like for me this wasn't planned like so for me like i said to you like the thing that i found really hard was i didn't get a last hurrah I don't, the woman, she's the one that's pushed out the baby or had the, had a belly birth like me and gone through everything. She didn't get a bloody celebration of wetting the baby's head afterwards or not. Why is she not getting the night off and well, like going out? With, well, no, but do you know what I mean? Do you see why that just seems a little bit like fucked up? Yeah, but us guys can be a bit fucked up and selfish. So <laughs> do you get it? Like, do you move, know what move, I mean? Move on. We are selfish. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there you go. You got your answer. But I don't know if things are going to change. Hallelujah. <laughs> Whoa, I'm right. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> but I still got me drinking. Yeah. But yeah, at the time you were, obviously, whilst you're pregnant, you weren't drinking. But prior to that, you weren't huge into partying. You had really tapered off, whereas I, I probably excelled at that time. But generally, I'd maintain. Oh, you excelled all right. You would have yes. been given a gold star. Perfect. <laughs> you dickhead. I won. Uh, so anyone who is actually going through pregnancy right now with their partner, like just know that I guess if you are having some rocky moments and thinking, why am I having a child with this person? I think it's pretty normal. Yeah. Uh, you know what would and be go, awesome? Go see if, if we could be in each other's shoes, but not knowing what you know already, if that yeah. makes sense. Because you're always going to compare if you know what you know. But it would just be good to go, right, if you had lived nine months in my shoes without being pregnant as a woman and vice versa, and then 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 out of that, then you can maybe compare it. So you know that's like empathy, right? What? No, so, I'm just saying, just knowing what it feels like. I'm not yeah. talking about being empathetic. But it's that is. About feel. No, yeah, no, but just that feel is. it. No, it's not. It's actually just feeling it. Okay. Being well, empathetic yeah. is actually being there supporting one no matter what. <laughs> I'm not talking about I'm just saying... This is how or you could feel how it was to be me or yeah. feel how it was to be you. It's not about being empathetic. It's just about knowing how that person had felt. Okay, I get you. It's not about me trying to be empathetic to you. It's just knowing the feeling. Mm. That's all. Love you. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> I guess for me, the the biggest... <laughs> we'll move on from the relationship stuff. Quick, 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 quick. Um, I guess for me, one of the things that I really struggled with at the start was... Um, and I think we touched on this briefly last week was when we first found out we we're pregnant, I felt like I was just getting bigger and bigger and not really looking pregnant and all my body image issues and demons came up, but it was when I was 30 weeks pregnant, I'd just been diagnosed with gestational diabetes at 26 weeks. We were about to go on our trip to Broome, weren't we, to do our baby moon. Yeah, and, that's right. And, um, I remember I was starting to feel really good because 
The last try. Well, and gestational diabetes, I had the biggest meltdown, and we're going to delve more into this in a couple of weeks with the actual midwife so that we can give you a bit more information about why it happens and that kind of thing, all the science and everything. Um, But for me, like, it was the worst thing that could have happened, wouldn't it? Like, I was literally devastated because my mum's a type 2 diabetic, pretty much everyone in her family, so I felt like I'd failed. Yeah, but I think you changed pretty quick because I'm like, well, this is how it is. You can either jump on insulin because you were sort of right on that fence, right in the uh, either way you could have fallen, or you could diet control. And, you know, you, you, had, you, you had your cry and you, you got upset, but then you moved on quickly and yeah. got your head in the game and got onto a, a awesome diet, which, you know, you, you didn't have to I hate the word on. diet, but pretty but much it, it, but it was... It was, I think when you're controlling what you're eating, was, that is dieting, whether it's for, uh, for losing weight or whatever. It was but, a healthy you know, plan for Memphis. But, you know, you think me. of like uh, bodybuilders or whatever, they're, they're on a diet. It's not about losing weight. It's about giving their body the best nutrients to make their body more lean and cut. Yeah, but you know all the stuff that I teach and preach and stuff for self-love is literally no say no to diet culture like I'm so so I guess that's why I just because for me you know I've been up and down with diets everything my whole life that's why I don't like to refer to it as a diet but it was a way that I needed to live and chose to live so that Memphis could you know have a healthy existence in the womb for the rest of it and then also for me too like you know and literally like correct eating it was for what you need it was is that better (laughs) It was the best thing that I could have done. Oh, absolutely. It, like, I'm actually glad that it happened. Yeah, because I, think, I think so. I just felt really, really, like, healthy in my mind, body, everything. Like, it was it was a really awesome turning point for me. It was funny because it wasn't like you could completely cut out everything because I remember you still ate chocolate and cream. Yeah, but, you know, it was no sugar chocolate. So I ate no sugar and no... Um, it was pretty much heavy carbs and sugar. That I cut out. So it was protein you needed to bump up. I pretty much, yeah, lived. And um, like, well, like light, fat, light carbs. Yeah, and, and fat, fat and stuff. Um, and it was the best thing. And so, like I said, we're going to delve more into that. But if you have got gestational diabetes diagnosis with yourself, you haven't failed. And some women just, it's literally hereditary. So you cannot change it. And it will just happen. So your diet beforehand didn't ruin it, and you haven't failed your child. So yeah. know that. But like I said, we'll get a we'll get a, um, a midwife on in the next couple of weeks. Use it as like a um, you know, like it did with you. Like it, it got you in a really good headspace. Yeah. Coming up to having Memphis. So mm. try and be positive about it. Fair enough. You might get upset, but then jump on that horse and go like, you know what? I'm going to crush this. Yeah. And that's exactly what you did. So. And I think for me, like I said, it was, so it was 30 weeks, we're, in, well, we're about to go to Broome and I've only ever worn a bikini once in my life and I remember it was for a photo down the beach a few years ago when I was on my self-love journey and I think I was pretending to be really comfortable in it and I just really wanted the likes on Instagram and so I remember doing it and then afterwards I was like, fuck, I'm never wearing that again and I remember starting to feel like a bit of a goddess in my body you know, after, uh, after, you know, like the, I'd just gone into the third trimester and I was starting to feel like, wow, you know, and I remember saying to my friend, like, oh, we're going to broom and I don't have any swimmers that will fit me. And she's like, why don't you wear a bikini? You literally could have your belly hanging out. She's like, this will be the one time in your life if you, if you've never worn it. And I was like, oh no, like my, you know, body image issues started to come up a little bit. And I remember I went to Target and I pulled this little black bikini out and I was like oh my god I'm gonna go try it on and I remember in that moment looking in the mirror and my 
demons started to arise. And then I was like, no, fuck this. This is the moment that I'm going to, if I'm having this baby, I need to start like rocking this acceptance and love that I preach, you know, for this child. We didn't know if it was boy or girl. And then I remember, do you remember up on the beach? We were in Broome and I was literally just strutting along. And then I got you to take all these photos and I just felt so free. And I remember in that moment, that's when I thought, if this baby comes out and goes through the hell that I have for the last 35 years, I can't, I can't speak to myself the way that I... I've continued to speak to myself like and I can't have that baby do that especially born a girl if you know for what and I that's what I related to you know but I was just and I remember in that moment you got like a little bit teary like when because I'd spent all afternoon like walking along the beach and I hadn't I didn't cover up and you're like have you seen yourself at the moment do you remember that yeah no I do it's at uh, Echo Bay and it was just like yeah, it was just something that you just never, I'd never experienced or I don't think you had either. And it wasn't, it was just like a light bulb moment going, you know what, I don't care anymore. I'm not going to let that bother me and you're just going to rock it. Yeah. And, and the thing is, you know, I think a pregnant person is quite a beautiful thing. It's a, a natural cause, cause, <laughs> creation. Um, but wow, it's today's just, been interesting. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's only going to get better. But and it, it is unedited, so all of it goes in. <laughs> But yeah, it's um, it, it is a good time to maybe break the shackles if it's been something that's bothered you. I mean, hell, like if someone's got to give you shit for that, I mean that just shows how pathetic of a person they are. But you shouldn't need to worry about what other people think. You're a beautiful person. You've got a beautiful body. You've got a kid growing inside you, and that's just awesome, right? It's and that's the thing though, and like you know, it's the validation of other people that I'd searched for so long. Like you know, I was saying like likes on Insta. Um, you know, like worried about what strangers think at the beach and all that kind of stuff. But I know whenever I see someone in a bikini, whatever size they are, I think, fuck yeah, what confidence. Like, I actually think that. I don't judge them. I'm like, fuck yeah. Oh, I don't think confidence. I think that's just beautiful. Yeah, I'm like, what a legend. Like, whether you're pregnant or not, fuck yeah. Like, good on you. Like, I love that. But that's because that's what I always wanted. Anyway, so I had that. And I spent literally the whole time in my bikini, pretty much. I'm still wearing a bikini now, post-baby. And for me, it was, a, like you said, a massive light bulb moment. And I will never, ever forget that. And it's something that now I, you know, teach in my in my online course, Shed Your Shit. And, you know, it's so much of it I preach online and that. But it was literally one of the best things because I think you take for granted what your body does until, you know, and not everyone wants children or, or, or can have them. But until you, like, I was like, fuck, I've sat here and wasted days thinking about what I've eaten, how much I weigh, this, that, like putting, yelling at my body when literally it created Memphis's toes, fingers, brain, everything and carried him and kept him alive. Exactly. Like that's pretty fucking powerful. Sure is. So, and yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy that really it is the little things that you worry about and not think about these amazing things mm. that, you know, come to life. Oh, you just, so much wasted time. But you know what? We are who we are and we are a complex being. So, you know, these things do catch us, um, you know, wasting a lot of time. But, yeah, I mean, if you can 
not have to be pregnant and sort of get over these hurdles. Well, you Absol- can, and that's you know, pretty much what um, I teach in Shed Your Shit. Like, it's not a, it, it wasn't, it's not about, it's not just for mums and all that kind of stuff. Anyway, that's a cheeky little plug in there. If you do need help with that or you want some coaching or whatever, I do do one-on-one coaching as well. And I've got another um, four weeks coming up in my course in September, which hasn't launched yet. So there's a little sneak peek. Yee! Um, <laughs> You know, a lot of people have asked me why uh, we didn't choose to find out what the sex was, you know, yeah, and well, that was something during pregnancy that we, we um, you know, was a, a, it's obviously a big decision. Yeah, like I've always wanted to, I think, because I, like, I just like to know. And then you were like, no, and I said, well, you're carrying the baby. I said, well, you can have your way. That's fine. No worries. I'll support that. And then I think after uh, maybe a couple of weeks or so, I was like, oh, that's cool. I just got it in my head that we're not going to find out. And then I was like, I actually don't want to know now. And it didn't really bother me, to be honest. I did sort of get over it pretty quick. Um, You know, if we did have another kid, I'd probably do the same. If we did have another kid, you've definitely changed your tune in the last few weeks. Well, no, I think I'm just speaking for the podcast here, really. (laughs) Um, Would you find out with the next one? Uh Maybe not. Like, it was kind of cool, but at the same time, it would be, I don't know. I, I don't do... think there's any right or wrong. It just comes down to, I guess, the type of person, you know, oh, if it's, you know, if you have to know, we'll find out. That's Either way, it's cool. Like, it, it was a nice surprise, but the biggest surprise was having a kid in your hand. Whatever the sex, knowing or not knowing, that was like, that was the pinnacle. Not knowing the sex. It was like, well, it's a boy, cool, holy shit, we've just made a kid, and here he is. I remember I didn't want to find out at first because I was like, there's not many surprises in life. But then everything I did on the radio, I'd try and find out, like all those old wives' tales. And I remember having a full panic in the shower one day. You were away at work. And I was like, I'm having a fucking boy. And I'm like, I've been talking about how I wanted a girl and this and that. And I had a full panic because I was like, how can I have a boy? Like, I'm not fit to be a mum. I'm not fit to be a mum of a boy. I'm definitely having a girl. I need a girl. I've got to have a girl. Like, You had massive, like, concerns. That's right. I remember that. And I'm like, you can't be like that. You don't... Get rid of that thought because it's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah, well, we talked about that, didn't we? Gender disappointment in one of our earlier episodes. So if you want but to go back to that. was crushed so quick. Oh, you know? I didn't have gender disappointment after when, when we had him. No. I definitely threw the out, up, yeah. if I was thinking that I would have a boy, I was definitely thinking that I'd wanted to hand him back. Yeah. No, obviously wouldn't, but, that you know, was, like um... was grateful that I had a baby, you know, but and he was healthy and all that kind of stuff. But definitely in the lead up. I think that's why one I did I was a bit scared to find out what the sex was because I didn't want to be disappointed. Do you know what I mean? And I was already struggling with the identity and it would have um, been just stuff. too much maybe. Yeah. But you, you know how you say like oh it's one of those things um in life that it's a surprise. It's a surprise either way. You fall pregnant, it's like, well I don't know the gender yet. I'm either gonna find out today or yeah. I'm gonna find out in nine months. But you know so how it's people then No, but you know how people then like get the name sorted, plan this, that, do you know what I mean? And then so it's kind of like when the baby comes out, it's like, oh, there he is, there's Memphis. You know, we knew we were having that, like, and we've already named him because we named him six months ago. And do you know what I mean? Whereas I think the, there's this excitement when you There's first... more, more surprise yeah. to it because it's, uh, you know, it's a longer period of time, but it's still that surprise. It's kind of like what would have been nice is, you know, doing those like balloons or something <gasps> well, like that. That'd be what... kind of cool. So the gender reveal. So this is what I was thinking for our next baby. I wanted. I want to find out, but I want to find. I want to find out with everyone. Like, so have all yeah, of our so family you just and get friends. Someone to... 
it, someone to find out. Yeah, so what? No, well, so what you do is so it's like because it happens so much when like you either get it from your midwife or whoever, like whoever gives you the um, you know, the scan lady, they put it in an envelope and then you go hand it to the people who bake your cake or whatever or do gotcha. your balloons and then they put it in and then. But imagine if they fucked it up. Like imagine if they were like. Wasn't that like the Arias? Oh, where they're like, oh, the here you go. Uh, actually, sorry, no, no. <laughs> yeah, but imagine if you, because you know, like if they put the wrong piece of paper in the wrong, you know, and then it's <laughs> like, oh, we've just celebrate, and then your baby comes out months later, and it's like, what? It's a boy, they said that girl. I was having. <laughs> but I think, but the that next, happens. Yeah, no. Sometimes, yeah. We used happens. to speak it out that stuff on the radio. I think, because like you know, I guess there's human. That era. would be a big surprise. Oh, that would be a huge. But imagine surprise. like getting painted a... the room pink, <laughs> got all these clothes, got the girl's name, oh. and then it's a boy. And you're oh. like, I mean, you just rock, you'll just roll with it. But it would be frustrating because you've got everything like set up. That's yeah. what would be frustrating. All the clothes and all the coloring. Yeah. Um. So. Well, let us know if that's happened to yeah, you. Yeah. Can you? Yeah. And like, we do have our first-time parents face private Facebook group where everyone shares. You know stories advice um that kind of stuff so let us know or or hit us up um you know send us a message we love hearing from you guys but yeah so gender reveal for our next one yeah we're not having a kid there's your we are he even mentioned yesterday when we were down having a little family drink on a friday oh you got me at a weak moment he said well if we have another child and i was like oh my god what she clearly misheard uh misheard me (laughs) (laughs) Uh, anyway that's it for pregnancy part two we do have so much more to dive into with pregnancy so we've got hypnobirthing gestational diabetes how we came to you know talk about how you know the birth choices that we had and like with the obstetrician and stuff and then we're going to delve into the fourth trimester so that's going to happen over the next few weeks so if there are any topics that you do want us to cover please hit us up Um, we'd love to hear from you Check out the First Time Parents private Facebook group. Um, If you are loving the podcast, I've received so many messages this week. So many people hit me up on Instagram. It's so awesome. Um, A lady just hit me up. She's got a baby that's six months old and she's like, I can't believe I only just found you. She's like, and she literally binged this whole series in a week. Jeez. (laughs) That's committed. Yeah, I know. And she was just like, thank you so much. But she's like, "I I needed it before, you know, the the first few months before so know that you aren't alone you're doing a fucking awesome job we love 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 honestly it keeps us going we love your comments and messages and stuff like that so if you are loving it we'd love you to rate and review on itunes um and make you make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening and um yeah stay awesome see you later lots of love Bye. bye